Hello! And welcome to... Can I just sing? The podcast about The Apprentice. Hello and welcome to Can I Just Say, a podcast about The Apprentice. My name's Stuart McPherson and I'm joined as always by my friend and colleague Gemma Flynn. Woo! <laughs> Early round of applause this week. Uh, sadly, cherished co-host Siobhan Ma is not with us this week. Rip. But if you're last in, you're first out. That's the rules. <laughs> we just didn't like the way she spoke to us last week. We got rid. If in doubt, get rid. Stu got rid of her because of her views on dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. JK. Well, let's not get into that, especially when she's not here to Absolutely defend herself. Absolutely not. But she is on holiday in New York City, and yeah. we send her love from she the podcast cupboard. She sent us a voice memo for news, so we'll get into that in a second. There Good. will be a small portion of Siobhan. If you're here, if you're big Siobhan fans, and you tolerate us, yeah, please stay tuned. <laughs> stay with us, or just come back next week. Who cares? Really. Yeah, no, listen to it all. We used to do this, just the two of us. Yeah. And I think I speak on behalf of both of us and probably the listeners in saying that it's way better with Siobhan here. <laughs> yes. We should have really got a third, like a guest, but we I couldn't know. be bothered, could we? Well, we've gone back to the classique, yes. the, the original dream team. It's really hard to keep talking when there's just two of you, I find. It's a lot more responsibility, yeah. isn't it? So we have really slacked off now that we've got Siobhan in the mix as well. Right? Yeah, she does the jingles, she edits it quite often. <laughs> she often will do a lengthy summary of what's happened as well. Siobhan. Yeah, she's always and the best at knowing what's happened. Funny and an angel and a great yeah. friend as well, you know. So we we miss her we daily. Miss you. The way the listeners do. <laughs> anyway, a great tribute to Siobhan, which I hope will be replicated when I'm away in two weeks. Yes. Yeah, we'll see how me and Siobhan get on without you. Oh my god. Fine. I think I'm definitely the one that would be easiest to do without, because I do the least, comfortably. <laughs> I don't know. I think, like, I don't know if me and Siobhan would go down some real rabbit holes, you know what I mean, without mm. you. I think it would lead to a spin-off podcast, just the two of you, <laughs> and then that one would take off and become successful. Oh, that's the fear, that's what everyone fears when you yeah. leave for a week, you know, this is what I'm anticipating, you know, that the fans will rise up mm. and say, ditch Gemma. Yeah, oh. <laughs> well, that's why I live in fear as well. We thought about getting another person in, but like, if if I was the one missing and you got another person in, and they were like way better and funnier and more interesting than oh. me, horrifying. I, I, yeah, that would be chilling to my core. <laughs> <laughs> so we can't have that. But I need exactly. you to step up. You've seen it twice this week, right? I've seen it twice. I've I've got loads and loads of notes here, and I, I really really tried to embody Siobhan almost, and Good. just you know come prepared. I've just for come once. from uh, London, which is where it's filmed, I believe. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Did you catch the London skyline when you were there, or you know? I uh, I'd be lying if I said I didn't. Oh. Think about taking a selfie <laughs> with it all in the background as the new image, but I couldn't be asked in the end. Uh, uh, sadly, you've travelled many miles just in this single day. I know. to get to the cupboard. That's why I need you to. Uh, if I can use my football analogy early this week, I uh-huh. usually do one a week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a guy who plays for Chelsea called Ingolo Kante, and he's a very industrious midfielder. Okay. And the cliche about him is that he does the work of two men. Right. And I need you to do the work Ingolo of Kante of this podcast. That's great. I learned something from you, one of your football things. Like, I was watching Match of the Day with a gentleman lover recently. <laughs> and, uh, Gemma takes lovers. I will take a lover from time to time. <laughs> um, and yeah, remembered your yellow, if there's a yellow card, there will be a red mm-hmm. card. And was there? Absolutely. Check of yellow. <laughs> exactly, yes. So yeah, there we go. Educational for listeners. Okay, right. We've got a bunch of news. So... Um... <laughs> Love it. Great. I'll pause that. So this will be news to me as well because I've not been keeping up. Okay, right. Viewers are upset in the news this week because um, Solomon Rip uh, now represents the third black minority ethnic person fired in a <laughs> row. And the yeah, Daily Mail. I did think about that actually. Yeah. The Daily Mail cited not only his firing but also the Senegalese football team tweet. It's about what? time. Good. <laughs> What is mentioned again is mounting evidence that Lord Allen is racist. <laughs> so... <laughs> well, we've been saying that, banging that drum for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Tough stuff. 
Solomon also said to the Independent, he was the the first to say, as the first disabled candidate, I thought Lord Sugar was very patronising in the boardroom. But he's not been deterred and he will continue to train for the 2020 Paralympic Games. Mm. Is it bad that I only learned he was an athlete as he got fired? I know. I didn't know that. Yeah, there was one that popped up and it was like para-athlete and motivational speaker. He's got it all going on. I know, and a gold medal. I know you probably don't want to talk about the task right now, but I think his sacking was an absolute disgrace. Really? I was outraged. Why? What did you think? Because he was the voice of reason. (laughs) He was speaking truth to power. All he did was call... It's shit, and it was shit. Yeah, he's he was a bit of a downer, though. I don't care. That's exactly <laughs> the role I would play. Solomon was my man, and I'm really annoyed that he's gone. I honestly couldn't fucking believe it. He was absolutely right that the logo looked like animal search. Yeah, it looked like fucking Michaela Strachan was going to come <laughs> and save these animals or some shit. <laughs> yeah, Thomas, he should have gone, don't you think? Who would you have fired Not instead? Not Solomon. I'd have, probably the PM. PM R- R- Ryan, Ryan, who just loves dancing. Just be a dancer, Ryan. I know. He claimed that he had acting experience and that he designs video games. So Yeah, a lot of bold claims coming at his Big camp Max. at the start of the episode. <laughs> I know. Uh, not Solomon, I think. It's too early to sack people just because they weren't They're like ready. driving the task or whatever. Like Thomas, it's just like the classic case of like being loud and brash, mm. being valued over being quiet because it wasn't just like solomon was chipping off the whole time like he was yeah. just saying this is bad guys and we it wasn't just after the fact like he, he did it like uh, he was the one saying the badger shit and all that kind of yeah, stuff yeah, in yeah. time where they could have changed it yeah exactly i know at a certain point you kind of need to put it behind you and carry on but like yeah they do sometimes get into this rhythm <coughs> a wee bit where they're like this guy's being really really negative we can probably fuck him for that yeah in the that's boardroom, something so. you, you can get scapegoated for yeah easily. instead kept, of listening they just power through yeah then. yeah definitely and they were calling like kept calling thomas really passionate yeah he wasn't passionate he was just he was loud oh. overbearing and also he like delusional about his fucking stupid it's your mate <laughs> It's your toy, but it's your mate! He's a friend! It's like, stop trying to have a pint with a little turtle that you've created. He called it Tommy after himself, and then he kept talking about being his own best friend <laughs> the whole time, like some fight club situation, where he was like, <laughs> disassociating. <laughs> it was fucking bizarre. I loved the fact that it lived on your hand. It was well. a piece of shit. It was basically a Bluetooth speaker that played Jamila Jamil quotes. <laughs> yes. Impressive. He said, believe in yourself. One of them was like ambition as well, which is so the apprentice. So that Tory. Would... I was saying that. The little Tory kids of tomorrow. Like four-year-olds with their ambition. Oh, God. Awful. Well, okay, we've got loads to talk about on this, so, you know, there will be more. Yeah, we're still in the news. We've still got Have more. Have anything else that you call them There's, like, five more things about the Senegalese football team. How are they getting on? What's their FIFA ranking like? <laughs> no idea. Just, just, who knows, kidding. Um, <laughs> Pamela, do you remember? So she's the ch- t- team... Oh, oh, wait, should I do the news again? Da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> oh, wait. Can I just news? Um, Pamela, so that's the Irish group leader woman, the project mm. manager. She has been slammed for sexism. Controversial because... She was slammed by the guy. And in the news because lots of fucking dickhead <laughs> <laughs> online people are so like, boring. oh, sexism because she wouldn't recognise Lewis's talents. Yeah, but that's only because she made a point of saying it. Like, the other team had... A, First thing yeah. he did was make a bloke, like, one of the only two blokes on the team, the sub-team leader. Ah. No one fucking mentioned that. Exactly, Stu, exactly, and yeah. And then, because the other guy, what's the name, Lewis or... Lewis or Dean, Dean or something some like shit. that, yeah. Because they got mixed up <laughs> which by is the great. other contestants. But I can't remember which one's which either, but... Yeah. It's because she was like, you know, I need my, my strong girl leading it, or whatever, like... Yeah. And he just didn't like that she said it. But if yeah. she hadn't articulated that, no one would be talking about it. Exactly, yeah. And even if she did have some master plan to only choose the girls or whatever, it's not sexism. Because He's got beat the first two tasks. Exactly, he shouted oh, like shit. a monster. Like, come on. Yeah. Awful. Lewis. Anyway, if that's look. your real name. <laughs> Dead name Dean. Dean, yeah, but I, I actually wish that she was some sort of like feminist sleeper agent, and she just started low key calling them mm. all Lewis, just so she could, <laughs> the men have no value to her. Like that's great. I, I mean, you that. would be annoyed to have the men in your team after you've just 
one wipe the floor with them two weeks in a row and then you've got to fucking deal well, with them Well, exactly. She was making a point of being like, It's not like he's like, I've just won the first two tasks single-handedly and she's not putting me in control. It's like, you've done nothing yeah. to prove yourself. Yeah, you should way. be subservient. Yeah, should be bringing them Also, drinks. who wants to be sub-team leader? It's a surefire way to get sacked. Just fucking chill out. That's a very good point. Why would you take on sub-team leader? Yeah. I suppose it never worked for Solomon. Yeah, well, our sub-team leader, Siobhan, is out in the field. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) doing some market research for us. In NY, she sent us a picture of uh, Madison Square Garden, where we're going to one day do one of our tour shows. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So maybe I'll play as Siobhan's news here, because this sort of... I'm not actually listening to this yet, because I was in a tunnel or some shit. That's great. Well, that's good. You'll get it raw. Um, hello, Gem and Shu. I'm just reporting Such live from New York tongues. right now. But I've got some um, an update on uh, Lottie, the racist lion. <laughs> Apparently, the BBC are investigating um, claims of racism and homophobia from Lottie Lion. Um, bear with me while I get the news article. So much of this podcast <laughs> is bearing with us. So apparently, she said that. Um, Huge portion. <laughs> Somerset, where she where she's from, has a low crime rate because uh, not many black people live there. Um, and also, apparently, referred to Ryan Mark as the short gay one, and Ryan the other Ryan as the tall gay one. Uh, yeah, well, truly oh, horrendous shit. <laughs> <laughs> said that she admired Katie Hopkins because well, uh, she's gone on to become right? a highly controversial Completely. public figure. Um, yeah, I uh, can't wait to uh, get more into this. Candidates stormed out of the house during filming and threatened to quit the show after becoming enraged by racist comments made by Lottie. Another said they're now having counselling because of her alleged behaviour. So, yeah. This is like uh, <laughs> It is quite relaxing, isn't we'll it? We'll keep you guys updated. That's that's some apprentice news for you. I'm gonna send this as a. Um, oh right, that's just some text. Thanks, text Chef. Nice. <laughs> Take notes at the end. We have to cut it all there. It's a different vibe this week, isn't it? Because usually it's three of us caffeined off our nuts, oh, like yeah. screaming at each other in this cupboard, <laughs> and then it's just a bit more relaxing. It's chill, man. You can listen it's to this at bedtime. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so Lottie the racist lion has been up to She's more. Struck again. <laughs> See that really bad quote about her neighbourhood or whatever. Where was that from? Um, I don't know. The news. Cool. Could be made up for all we know. <laughs> Siobhan's one man campaign. To bring down Lottie. <laughs> she does not enjoy Lottie, but Lottie does seem to be doing a lot of bad behind the scenes shit. She's like, a true honestly. villain, yeah. Yeah, and you know, on the show, she's not coming across that well either. No, Lottie. And the Katie Hopkins thing makes sense, doesn't it? Which is just unspeakable, isn't it? Imagine looking up to her. Also, she's 19, Lottie. She's got so much life ahead of her. Like, why would you tire yourself? Why be an old boot? (laughs) Old boot brush. Old boot mentality at 19. Come on. Exactly. Lottie's been posting a lot on Instagram this week about the lip fillers she's been getting as well. And it's just like, oh, Lottie... Again, you're this 19. This ain't it. This ain't it, <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, she thinks that crime's low because of race. Well, that's not not a legitimate truth, says mm. uh, criminologist. criminologist Dr. G. Flynn and reasonable people everywhere. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, right. One last, um, one last little bit of news. Just bear with Gemma, please. Bear with, bear with. <laughs> it's even more annoying. Like, I, I thought you were looking for the stuff, not just for the jingle. And just now you're going to have to look jingle. for that. No, no, I've got it. Okay, <laughs> right. Uh, my boyfriend, unnamed Shagger. <laughs> bit of news about him. He re- Dead name, unnamed Shagger. Dead name, unnamed Shagger. Revealed to me this week that at one time in his comedy career, he had a character that was an apprentice candidate who was only there to make friends. Oh, that's great. That was really funny. I know. I wish he was still doing it. Yeah, so that's good. Bring pu- that back. Public plea to unnamed S. He needs to get back on the stage. Get Take to the stage, Shagger. I like the sound of that. You He's, told me that you had news about unnamed Shagger. Yeah, that's relating it. Relating to The Apprentice. I was hoping it would be that he'd shagged Miss Balloonverse. <laughs> The, uh, the winning task this week, the treat rather, 
I was hoping that that was going to be the balloon guys from Saliva Apprentice. Remember that? Oh my those god, the greatest show on legs. Who could forget? <laughs> Omagilili's favourite act. Well, no, I don't know. I'll ask him if he has shagged Miss Balloonverse. Wouldn't put it Someone past him, has. to be honest. He's been active in the, <laughs> in the sort of He's London not called engine. unnamed shagger for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> active in the London shagging area uh, for some time, bless him. So, yeah. Miss Balloonverse, the Chris Henry of the London circuit. <laughs> Oh, Stu, now we're alone, we can just do all Scottish comedy. Yeah, references. we don't even need to think about Siobhan, although arguably the listeners The listeners, I guess, I guess. Basically, okay. he does a balloon show, that's all you need to know. Does he? Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Chris Henry does a balloon yeah, show. Balloonatics, shout out. I didn't know that Kids at all. Kids show, balloons. Would like to know also more about stand that. Up. After the pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, um, there's okay. few things before we get into the task, right? They revealed also this week that all of the profits from the tasks go to charity. So that's nice. That is nice. A lot of people were asking about that. That's apparently. a lot of times people make like 400 quid. <laughs> Max. I yeah. know, right? Negative something. And we also got a good tweet from our cherished listener, Amanda, who was telling us that a radio station she used to work at got listeners to tweet Lord Allen to draw around his hand and he, <laughs> <laughs> he got really yeah. upset. That's a great prank, that. Because like, it's absolutely senseless. Why... And like it, why any part of that why it's beyond comprehension for alan sugar as yeah. well isn't it like he cannot deal with any kind of complex thought yeah that's become clear completely although alan has started live tweeting more jokes as I the show the edit. exactly can only imagine how shite they are well i've got a few for you good he got his first Piers Morgan dig of the series in. Oh my god, he must have been delighted the with King that. King of Slime. <laughs> King of Slime. <laughs> right, okay, before, we'll go on to the episode in a second, but I'll tell you these two Alan quotes, right? This is, he put out these on Twitter. I'm picturing his Twitter handle and then the tweet and then a picture of the Senegalese football team. <laughs> You've got the scene. <laughs> You're ready. Pamela is calling Dean Lewis and did so all through the task. It's a wonder she never called the retailer John Dean. <laughs> Strong. Which is like something staff would say. Yeah, right? yeah, you know? staff, accidental staff. Like I've given him like a real purposeful reading there, but like look at all the capitals and everything in this. It sounds like something unnamed Shagger's character would say. <laughs> yes. Okay, and here's the second one. Team Fabulous, what? Can you imagine if my next task is a burial society? Hello, bereaved. We are fabulous. I am here to bury your dad. <laughs> <laughs> At BBC <God>. Apprentice. <laughs> See what you want about the jokes. They really punch them up for... Uh, oh my God. Uh, that's fucking convoluted, that. Unless what was I it, burial society? Yeah. That's not a thing, is it? I know, exactly. Exactly. Why didn't he just say, like... What are we thinking of funeral. here? Like funeral directors, Directors. yeah. God. Imagine if they did an apprentice task with funeral directors. Burial society makes it sound like it's like recreational. <laughs> Can you read that again? Team Fabulous, what? Can you imagine if my next task is a burial society? Hello bereaved, we are fabulous. <laughs> I am here to bury your dad. <laughs> wow. You shouldn't have chose dad. Dad's too close. It's so close. You go it? for a grandparent. <laughs> I like that he just launches right into the quote as well, it's really funny. I know, completely. <laughs> Love it. Maybe he's like a great anti-comedy person yeah, and the maybe. BBC are the ones ruining it. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> BBC, if you're listening, we love you and please pay me what you owe me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've got to say. Um, okay, right, should we get into the episode? Yep. With the perfect quote. Waiting in the wings, business's greatest, greatest showman. showman. That's a good note of that one as well. Because I was thinking we must have heard that before. He's been called so. that a few times. Like they're, re- they're recycling scripts now. For sure, because they've started so many episodes at a... Th- play yeah right? they always do that and you think oh god are they gonna have to put on a play but then it's always something obscure <laughs> yeah because that's what someone was like oh Cambridge Theatre or whatever it's called what do you think it'll be and then Thomas quite rightfully was like oh something to do with the fair <laughs> I was like yeah why wouldn't it be that that's what it should be it but should it's be. obviously not going to be that exactly it? it's ice rink ice lollies you know can I tell you my favourite part of the entire series so far <laughs> yes 
Ward Sugar recounts the story of Matilda. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Uh, let me find it. Is it, it like... <laughs> An extraordinary little girl who had a sharp mind and a great imagination. Oh. And then the set builds around them. Yeah. It's really brilliant. I have seen that show in that uh, in that theatre and I, w- I got a last minute ticket onto Daytix and was forced to sit beside a hundred children. Wow. <laughs> it was How's tough. That? I felt like such a creep, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> but yeah, it was a good show about an extraordinary girl. <laughs> Okay, so we finally got the team names this week. Mm. Team Fabulous became Team Empower eventually. And uh, Lottie, the racist lion, suggested Polaris. Polaris was a missile that Britain had in the 60s through to the 90s. It had direction, impact, was very powerful. The most embarrassing part of that is that she's obviously thought of that long ahead of the process. Yeah, and to be fair, it's a horrible like justification. Dis- yeah, but, but the name's not bad. She, I do respect that she thought about it in advance, though. Mm. Like, come on, you know there's going to be a team name. Yeah, how about you think? Yeah, so Polaris, you know. What's wrong with Team Fabulous? I know exactly. It's all bollocks, really, isn't it? Well, what? Who are they empowering? <laughs> exactly. I mean. Even if it, he was doing a burial society and they were team in power, it would still be whack. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, can you imagine if my next task is a burial society? Hello, bullet bereaved. We are empowered. <laughs> I am here, here to, to empower your, your dad. dad into the grave. Wow. Jinky's hinting that that might be a future task. I think it seems like he's come up with that before and the BBC have rightly said no, we're not going to have these candidates That should be the last series of The Apprentice is they need to organise Lord Sugar's funeral. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Karen and Claude, the pool bearers. Okay, if anything happens to me, that's what I want. (laughs) want Full apprentice task. Yeah, I want to be on the show like they have to plan my funeral. That would be great, I'd love Mm. that so much. And then I've got to fire someone at the end of it. Yeah, exactly. What would Gemma Unnamed Shago does a bit for, as the eulogy in character as. As, uh, as Kevin Sweet was the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just there That's to make really friends. Funny. I like that. Um, I wanted to say that I quite like that I've learned that the woman's name is Gemma Lynn because it's a lot like my name, which is Gemma Flynn. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> never even occurred to me that. Yeah. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> The other team went for Team Unison, which is the name of a trade union. No one really pointed that out. That's fine. Mm. Never mind. They don't care about trade unions. Yeah. Uh, Thomas jumped in quite quickly to say, let's just make it look the nuts. Yeah, I've got the actual quote of that one if you want. Go for it. Uh, While you're doing that, I'll tell you that for the past while, Thomas has, every time he's been putting up a photo on his Instagram grid, been hashtagging it with hashtag West Ham. Great. That's, That's the we... least surprising thing I've ever had. Yeah. I'm always confident. Do you know what I mean? We're going to get in there. We're going to smash it up. We're going to make it look the nuts. <laughs> I've just had a Some blinding idea. True. Buttons, turtle on hand. Like, yeah. Yeah, he was just on the whole time. Yeah. He got really carried away with that shit idea. Oh my god, completely. But it's hard in life, I think, to shoot someone down who's like so loud and so, and so sure of themselves yeah. and enthusiastic. Because. If you think about like even like being in a seminar or something, if someone's taking the heat and doing the work, you might as well just let them do it, right? Yeah. You know? Ugh. Okay, Stu, what are your thoughts on slime? Slime. I've gonna... never heard the word so much as this. Because I sort of vaguely am aware that it's a thing. Yeah, have you ever handled slime? Yeah. Because I bought Amy some slime. It's a good time. I should say for the listeners, she's of age. <laughs> uh, she's an adult. But uh, (laughs) she's into that. I love slime as well. I'm going to shock you here. I like slime. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just shock you. I like slime. I like slime. Despite what I just said earlier. (laughs) Um, Slime, I'm pretty slime neutral, to be honest. I think as a younger person, it reminds me of uh, the aliens we used to have that would try and make a baby with them. They were supposed to give birth at the millennium. Yeah, absolute bullshit. (laughs) I got them in those egg pods. And they were basically in slime. Yeah, basically. But, but slime's kids, huge now. Yeah. I watch a lot of YouTube videos of people handling slime. Yeah, because is that to do with ASMR or not? Because I get relaxing. that whole world confused. 
it is it's like pimple popping and yeah. slime and like Amy watches these ones where it's like people cut in like sand sculptures oh my god I love that and, and soap soap have yeah, you ever oh she my god. loves that and it, it looks like sort of oh. it crystallises and it so good shout out amy uh, <laughs> fellow soap fan because <laughs> it's one of those things that like most partners i've ever had have been like oh that's so disgusting why are you watching that it chills, me, chills me out I, I think i hate asmr yeah but i don't mind the sand and the soap stuff sand it's quite is satisfying yeah knife through sand yeah oh, good lord anyway look slimes that's what they should have done <laughs> knives for the kids knife and sand <laughs> the whole thing, like the, this week, I was so. This is the first time they've mixed the genders up. Yeah. And there was so little cohesion between the teams and the sub teams that I constantly kept forgetting who was on what team. Because yeah. it was like Team uh, Unicorn, Team Slime, Team Turtle, and Team Fucking About Dancing. Yeah, it was really hard to know who was who. Yeah. Except that in the dancing one. Uh, Solomon had a turtle outfit over his tie, which Alan... Actually, his tie was over the turtle outfit. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if you remember that. He said he looked like the turtle's accountant. <laughs> Alan said that. Ah, which That's really funny. Actually funny. I yeah, wrote that down. Yeah. I missed that. We'll give you that one, Alan. <laughs> that's great that was good um but yeah so we um at that point basically this is when lewis got quite annoyed and he had like a talk to camera moment where he was saying uh, you wouldn't overlook my skill set just because of what's between my legs what is between his legs do you think uh, sort of an average penis um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was being a dick about that yeah, he was making too much of it. And it's like, you're not entitled to be in charge of everything. Just embrace your role. Show, don't tell. I don't care if you've got a master's in marketing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's too early for that kind of shit. Exactly. What was it, week three? Yeah. Um, and then, yep, uh, we got a nice glimpse of some <coughs> quite humorous acting from Ryan Mark. Yeah, yeah that he was good value as per. Really good. Oh, where was my queen? <laughs> and he was like giving it all that. It's basically Shrek with slime, right? Yeah. But he, not even with slime. They just said the word slime a couple of times. He kind of launched into it with real gusto, didn't he? Oh, there was no mention of no unicorn. Yeah. Because it was like two different toys, wasn't it? I know. And it looked shit. It looked like a Happy Meal toy. I know, and it did look like My Little Pony. I know, great week of PR for My Little Pony. I know, because they're, they're hesitant to mention brand names on The Apprentice, usually only get one. I think they must have felt bad that it looked so we much were ripping <laughs> off so much, scared of getting sued. But actually, we all love My Little Pony. Infringement. <laughs> okay, I'm going to annoy you here, I need to get a tissue for My Little Pony. Shall I pause this? No, just keep just it going, it. and I'll, I'll just be I'll super quick. Yeah, you vamp. And then there was one. It's like the end of The Apprentice. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, guys. Just close the door there. Stuart here on his own in the loser's taxi. Time for a stew cast. Uh, a time to relax. A peaceful podcast. There's no shouting over one another. And I think Gemma's back now, but that was that was nice. So remember to like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's still in the blue, so I had to get Kate kitchen roll. Yeah, some is... pricks having a bath on an hour dime. <laughs> or doing like a real big shit, <laughs> which is fine. In this economy. <laughs> okay, so we found out who our first mumtrepreneur is. Do you remember this? No. Scarlet. Who's Scarlet. that? Scarlet. She's the one that's quite reasonable, actually, and she had like um, big she, eyebrows. Yeah, and she was on the uh, unicorn team no she was on the turtle team and she was like my kid wouldn't like this yes and I was like, she was good Clot. actually You're she seemed quite reasonable and sensible yep karang brady was not impressed with the unicorn video basically <laughs> she was just like yeah. mm, but to be fair i feel like she'd have rolled her eyes at anything she does she, she takes she's very pompous takes herself very seriously she yeah she, it was meant to be for kids it is a daft laugh exactly she she's not She's not one of those people who can kind of have a laugh with no, them at all. Claude's at a bit all. better at that, isn't yeah. he? I feel like she's zero laughs. I can't remember the last time Karang Brady enjoyed anyone. No, I fear for Karang Brady. Yeah. I think she might be living a very sad life. What? Yeah, what is she doing? She's what in, she get pleasure in West from? Ham, isn't she? Yeah, I think she probably hates her life she for a long time her currency was i'm a beautiful intelligent woman in a man's world do you know mm. what i mean footy and it's getting old now 
I know. And it's what like, else are you? <laughs> and, and she is, as you mentioned, good at the big reveal, but mm. the rest of it is like, you know... Yeah, it's sort of... Come on, Karang. I don't know, maybe we're being harsh. She needs to embrace the... I've seen her smile, but she just doesn't seem like much of a laugh, does she? Yeah, no. More of rock and roll, like her background. <laughs> in Kerrang! magazine, yeah. <laughs> she's um, too emo, really. Maybe that's it, she's just emo at heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dean didn't like the unicorn, he thought it was too in-your-face and too glittery. Yeah, which, which can up... be read as... Can you be homophobic to a unicorn? <laughs> I know! <laughs> that guy, I can't believe he lives to breathe another day. He's so shit. He's unbelievably Honestly. bad, yeah. Dean, I don't even I mean, it was shit, but not for the reasons he said it was shit. When he did the pitch as well, <coughs> even when she was calling him Lewis and stuff like that, he was so mumbling and crap. He was shit at the pitch, yeah, really he bad. get through it. It was like me doing a pitch. <laughs> Have you ever done a professional pitch, Stu, to... to any of the big supermarkets or um, not to any of the nation's le leading supermarket chains now. <laughs> <laughs> I've done group presentations. Oh yeah, oh, God. I try and hide in the shadows in those situations. Really, but you're such a you're public speaker by nature. Now I am. Yeah. But that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, I don't know. Yeah. I'm available for corporate work. Yep, as 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 last year, right? Like call us for Christmas rates. <laughs> <laughs> Thought it was quite funny when Thomas was doing the voice recording for the turtle, and he did it in his full manly. <laughs> yeah. Like, you slay. I travel the ocean all of my own. Yeah. <laughs> I I liked the way because he put himself forward as PM and got shot down in flames. But he took it really well. Yeah, sometimes he was good people humored. get the absolute hump about that. Oh. But he actually like laughed it off. He was like, "Well, that's me told then, isn't it?" And then yeah. he just really applied himself. That was good. That was good about Thomas. Yeah, he applied him. I applied he himself. He won a lot of credit there. He he said these quotes. What's not fun about having a turtle that lives on your hands? <laughs> <laughs> Followed by walking, talking friend. He lives on your hand. He's your mate. And He's I, so obsessed about it being his mate. His exactly, it's like because it's your friend. It's not just a toy. It's your friend. It's your friend. I keep saying it. it's not just a toy. It really is a friend. Like he's <laughs> like he's invented the concept of like kids like being friends with their teddy bears or whatever. Like like yeah. that's absolutely new. Yeah, in a year's time, Thomas will be wearing that glove like somewhere <laughs> in a nightclub appearance at a West Ham show, <laughs> whatever. What are they called? Game. Sure. sure. That's great. <laughs> <West Ham show. laughs> right. Do you think it, it was actually their fault that there wasn't much slime? Because there was a lot made of the fact that they only got this tiny slime bottle. A little thimble of slime. And I think if they had... Well, well did they specify? I don't remember that it, conversation. Something about the design, right? I don't know. But I just feel like, you know, if they had done this challenge on Taskmaster or something like that, it mm -hmm. would have been like a fuckload of slime if yeah. they could have done if they could have just been like we want slime yeah was well, it just bigger budgets because they do adverts or something well, maybe <laughs> <laughs> I don't know maybe all comes out of the charity's profits remember that's right yeah <coughs> and then Aisha she did a good job of she DJ Tiny Mouth <laughs> Tiny Mouth big she heart she is like they keep describing her as like um silent killer and stuff like that yeah. but she actually just does very little you know yeah she was banging on about how... one of my talents is winging it she kept talking about how she was hungry i pulled the wool over the rice i'm great at winging it she was going on about how, like as if she'd robbed a fucking bank and I got know. away with it or something all she, all did... she did was a little bit of bullshit she described it as a kingdom of slime you know and then <laughs> You put me in the corner and I'll just talk to my out. <laughs> like, sharp. I know. She's One like that Rob Brydon thing of like the tiny. The tiny box, in the box yeah. Or the it's, it must be hard for her, honestly, yeah. with that just vibe. Like, truly cursed. It is her voice to an extent, but also she does seem shy, you know? Yeah. But it's no, not a great double whammy. Nobody's kind of pulling her up on it. I think they think like she's got some smarts behind it all or something like that. I felt quite sorry for the guy whose job it is to do um, like uh, testing with seven-year-olds. Yeah, I like that we got to see that guy. So him. this character, Sparkle Star, lives in a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Need I say any more about Sparkle Star? I love the ones where it's kids and they'll just fucking tear it to shreds. 
the kids were like so much smarter than the adults. It's yeah, what crazy. was it that girl said? She was like stereotyping. Yeah, yeah she's like, I think you're really like pigeonholing women basically because girls will like this because it's pink or whatever it's so funny because they went around and some of them were just like i think that they it doesn't tie in with the message of the product and like, i know it's like they really understand <laughs> also i was gonna say like i'm sure we spoke about this before but what's the fucking point of customer feedback the, the market research if they can't change the product and then they get absolutely lambasted if they mention any hint of a negative in a pitch. I know. Or Even though obviously they're fully... Yeah, you can't win. Yeah. And if you can't change the product, what's the point? Like, Lottie very slightly fucked that up, but I did feel for her a little bit because she was... She said mixed. She didn't even... It wasn't yeah. mixed. It was shit. Mixed flatters them. Exactly. She was still lying. And she was trying to sort of make it sound official <coughs> and stuff like that, even though we surveyed six children. It's <laughs> so unimpressive. Yeah, but enough. like, yeah, you're not allowed to lie and they would get fucked for that if they did lie as well. Like, you know, it would be like a big, big thing in the, the B room, you know, <laughs> which is yeah. what I've got on the board <laughs> just to jazz it up. Yeah, I guess it's just to pad out and give them another scene of footage to use or something. And to stir the pot a bit, but it seems absolutely pointless to me that yeah. market research bit. But yeah, Lottie uh, was talking about how the opinions were varied, and then it cuts to Thomas, who again says, He's not just a toy, he's a friend, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he must have said that, I'd say, at least 10 times, and that was only in the edit. I know, it became quite sad. It's unbelievable. Obviously, the, one of the huge, the main problem with their toy was that it's really babyish. Yeah. And uh, not for their target market at all. Whenever that was flagged up, that one time, I can't remember who it was, but... Yeah. You know, and what will, what will you say if they tell you that it's not suitable for six... I'll tell them they're wrong! <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know that because Alan Sugar did a competition on his Twitter today and it was like a giveaway of some shampoos or something like that. If what? Some, if someone could randomly tell him, like, what... <laughs> What the what Thomas tried to say and that and so he's he's doing too much Twitter right now. Yeah, fuck me. And he's doing Giving away shampoo. I can't remember. Does it's he make shampoo like or is it his personal? Maybe shampoo? one of his people makes shampoos, but he was kind of pitching that he talks a lot about his businesses with Shan and Doctor Leah on there as well. You know, that's good. I don't follow the old cunt. No, don't. It's awful and it's relentless as well. They're I see a lot of so it, much. even though I don't follow him. Yeah, and I've blocked Piers Morgan. Oh, and I still it. see people quote tweeting him all the time. He's the king of slime. Truly, that always reminds me of the Nathan for you, the king of sting. Do you remember what that? What's that one? Uh, he goes to help. The, this is all business related. <laughs> he goes to yeah. help a, a guy who's a cartoonist and he's struggling, and he starts getting to to do really offensive cartoons of people. Yeah. So it's like so good. Basically, racist cartoons, but he calls him the king of sting. <laughs> Which really makes me That laugh. is part one of my favourite episode, which is the the gas station one, I think. That is hilarious. Yeah. We got the hill. Oh, so Best show good. ever. So good. Let's uh, watch Nathan For You. By the way, like, okay, no coincidence, right? Nathan For You, just like The Apprentice, and it's a great show. Yep. I just watched all of Succession. Have you seen it, Stu? I've watched the first episode, okay. and I want to watch it. Won't, no spoilers. No spoilies. But the, la the, fin the finale has an Apprentice-style scene for Great. like 20 minutes and it is it is finished now succession season two is finished but right, i think okay. it'll go on because yeah, okay. it is like incredible but nathan for you and succession are the best shows of all time they're both great yeah. and they're both apprentice pastiches so that's what i think <laughs> um they all yeah. exist in the apprentice universe exactly yeah <laughs> which is just it's just life right? <laughs> just yeah just normal life this universe i like that though if they you know, if they were walking down the street and Curran walked past them, you know, or something. In succession. And it... <laughs> he is an actor. Oh my god. Maybe Curran. that's how this will end. Yes. Okay, on to the B room. So, we've mentioned earlier that uh, Solomon was told he had a red tie on, so he looked like the turtle's accountant, which was good. But mm. then also, Alan also... <laughs> was he wasn't a... done there. He wasn't done there. Do you know what came next? Uh, I don't know if it was this one chronologically, but my guess would be it was... Turtle crap, not total crap. Yes! Which is confusing, because he is trying to call it total crap. Yeah. But, yeah, turtle crap. That is so tortured, isn't it? Yes. To, to fucking throw that in and for it to make the That cut. one, like, was like a... Wow. Like me and Amy were watching oh. on the train, shared headphone, and that was a real, like, pause and look at each other <laughs> yeah. moment. 
There's also one that really baffled me. Yeah. He's talking about the team names. M Power sounds like a mobile charger. Yeah, because of putting power in it or something. I mean, it's not enough, really. It's that's not, fucking. It's, that is the biggest jump ever, I think. I know. It's it's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. So yeah, the the winning team got sent off to Miss Balloonaverse, um, and then they, mm. you know, they had a fun old time with making. Would you have a good time with Miss Balloonaverse? No, think? under no circumstances. The tasks have got so shit so quick. The 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 Miss Balloonaverse. I always call them tasks. Yeah, and the yeah. Treats. And I think the that's treats. like as. Freudian thing of like it, w- it would feel like a task, wouldn't it? To go to a spa with all those cunts, like <laughs> <laughs> would be like a task. It's so stressful and relaxing at the same time. But Miss Balloonaverse, mm-hmm. that is like a week ten treat, isn't it? When you've run out of shit. I know, and it was sort of themed on toys as well. But it's just like an adult entertainer who's doing balloon hats for you. <laughs> I wonder how much you got paid for that. I hope it was a good amount. Yeah. You know what I mean? Decent corporate rate, I would hope. Corporate. I mean, you want those corporate rates for The Apprentice, for sure. Surely. Surely. I'm not doing that for the fucking PR. I think it it was all just to get that cutaway headshot of uh, Ryan Mark. He's the camera with a hat on. (laughs) He's great. He is valuable. He did do a funny, funny job in that whole advert, didn't he, Ryan? He really. He saw that as his moment, his time to shine. I like that he took the sort of grotesque character as well. Yeah. That was a nice play from him, I thought. That was great, yeah. I think he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's I think he'll be here for a while. Oh, yeah, I think so. Um, okay, so the Alan Sugar... Right, there's a few parts to this one that also involves his Twitter. So he said, uh, talking about games, you haven't got a Cluedo. And then he tweeted again <laughs> last night. He was like, haven't got a Cluedo. Even, this even made me laugh again when watching it. <laughs> like its own. Wow. We need to try and get Lord Sugar on the Comedy Underground. <laughs> Is it a new series? I don't know. You get him the call up, what's he into Type 5, and then laugh at himself on TV. <laughs> the problem is, is that he's been so beautifully edited for so many years and he's now shitting himself to insist on things happening imagine right? he did a fringe show and no one directed it it was just pure purely his vision i'd love to see that of course in you the know. caves yeah in the caves oh my god you'd lose three grand <laughs> Shout out the caves. <laughs> I'd obviously love, love to do Just a show in you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, God. Have you ever been to any shows in the caves? They're quite yeah. chilly. Mm, yeah, well, the caves, aren't they? Yeah, guess so. <laughs> <laughs> That's Edinburgh. <laughs> I'd rather that um, usually it's too hot. Well, then we had, I mean, I didn't write that many notes about the actual boardroom debate because, you know, it's... What is there to say? What is there to say? They just thought that Solomon... I feel like they just... You know, he was a Nego Nelly. Exactly. It's yeah. a classic, classic exit in many ways. But I, I was really annoyed about it. Yeah, he had more to give, maybe as well. But so like, it's just, I think it's kind of everything that's wrong with the world. Of like, it was just like, well, what did you do then? What did you do? Yeah. What were your ideas? And you're like, well, actually, I was being steamrolled by you the whole time. Yeah. And fucking Lottie the racist line and all that shit. Yeah, it's kind like of- why is like noise. And like blind action. optimism and yeah. any action for the sake of it, whether it's detrimental or not, why is that prized over completely quietly trying to think about things for a second? You're singing my singing from my hymn books, too. That's why instead of doing gigs, I just sit at home and criticize Scottish comedy. Yeah, it's way more productive, isn't it? <laughs> How do you stay in? Yeah, exactly. But I mean, you know, you have to understand what you don't like to know what you do like, right? Yeah. And that's what Solomon was trying to bring us. To stare the enemy in the face. <laughs> exactly, yes. I would have liked to have seen if Solomon had a moment to himself to do the task on his own, what he would come up with. Yeah. Because it wouldn't have been worse. No. I mean, I, if you held a gun to my head, Maybe I couldn't gone, tell it's you a, it's what... It's a toy, but it's your friend too. Yeah. I mean, do you know what six to eight year olds want? I don't. No, to me, all kids are the same. Yeah, and I've got no idea what six to eight is, even. No. I bet they're all just watching YouTube. Probably. I mean, those ones seemed super smart. Those yeah. kids, like. Fuck me. Way like, more smart than we were. 
Absolutely. I was like, What the fuck yeah. is that doing? At six. My Watching God. Rosie and Jim chugging along on the old ragdoll. <laughs> when you were six, I was probably in my first job. <laughs> JK, JK, we're not that <laughs> far apart. Um, right, so then when they got back to the house, I wanted to point out that Thomas relaxes at home in a full shell suit. Did you see him? Yeah, he was. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> Because he looked like he was ready to climb a hill or something. Like everyone else was like in pyjamas. silky PJs. He's yeah. got like a fucking cagoule on. I know, exactly. Um, but yeah, and uh, Lottie got away with it by saying that she'd made a simple error in vocabulary. That's what she was sort of trying to what claim. What was that error? I've forgotten. Just that she'd said mixed reviews, basically. Yeah, I mean, she's a shit, but she's not <laughs> done anything... Enough to get pumped out, yeah. Yeah, she hasn't been openly racist on the telly yet. No. Which is one of her key strengths. It's an interesting one, though. I do think it's weird. I mean, obviously, we're diving into this more because we're doing the pod. But, like, I think that the people who were on The Apprentice in previous years were much more protected by the fact that they didn't have social media and they were just being edited, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like... To see them all go rogue online and everything, and it's like the hashtag West Ham is the only the icing <laughs> on the, the tip of the iceberg, you know? Like, there's obviously weird, weird racism and all this stuff it's happening. Weird, and it? I mean, we spoke about this last year about the use of social media in yeah. uh, The Apprentice and how it's changed it. But I felt like they were more savvy last year. They weren't. Yeah. They were playing along. And there'd be things where, you know, you'd know that they haven't been fired because they'd be on Insta so going, you need to watch tonight, yeah. great task, blah, blah, blah. They wouldn't be doing that if they got pumped off. Exactly. So stuff like that, they were giving the game away a bit, but it wasn't like racism scandals. I there was know. none of that. I wonder if it's just like post... I mean, we're, we're always post-Trump, aren't we? But like everything's just a bit dark or everything's something. Everything's really fucked. Yeah, people are quite okay with being racist and weird and homophobic that's like and all a, that. A stance you can take now, and it's like legitimized. Yeah. Uh huh. And then you could just say fake news if people get annoyed or whatever. Yeah. Oh God. It's we've, fucking we've... mucky. <laughs> it's a mucky world out there. Mucky old biz, but you know, thankfully. And who would have thought someone who had gone the apprentice wouldn't have excellent morals? <laughs> And a great compass. Oh my God. There's been a, there was an article when I was looking for the news, there was an article about how people in the city think that The Apprentice is like ruining London and stuff like that and it's a rotten, rotten pursuit because can see that actually, they yeah. kind of yeah, give this misconception that business is all about individualism and not like teamwork and blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Yeah, I never thought about it from that perspective. That's anyway, Lord Allen tweeted back to say he doesn't agree. All oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Called him a flunker or whatever the hell. Yeah. Oh god, but yeah, he's so... a fucking idiot, isn't he? In his eyes, he's never put a foot wrong in his whole life. I know. I really, I know we said this last week, but I really do worry about him. Like, it's gonna be untenable soon for yeah. us to tell people we're doing an apprentice podcast. Yeah, we're gonna be guilty know? by association. You know, like <laughs> we're gonna have to do this under the cover of darkness. You know. Yeah, I'm just thinking back to what you said there. It must be, if you were like someone who'd been in, you know, a, essentially a London city wanker, but you've been in business for years. Yeah. To have all these cocky little annoying pricks giving it the big one all the time because of they've watched The Apprentice would be fucking annoying. Completely. Because, like, business in, like, a low economy is so tough because... You've got to be so aware of, like, the shifts in the banking system and, like, you've got to be so aware of where your fucking product sits in all the market and all this stuff and you've got to you have, be like... smart as well, the bottom smart, line. Smart, yeah, exactly, and thoughtful and work with people and everything like that and it's super difficult, but they, The Apprentice does make it out as if it's though... Like, if you're ballsy yeah, enough... Yeah, if you shout enough. ...deep inside that you can fucking, like, shout your way to a billion dollars, right? Yeah, that's the world, isn't it? Yeah. God, it's sad. Well, we need to tell Siobhan. Why is Siobhan we've, not here? We've descended into <laughs> real sad. I'm <laughs> <and> a <my ladies. laughs> Anyway. Oh, God. Right, okay. So, Stu, did you enjoy the episode all in all? Yeah, it was good this week. I liked it. I thought it was funny. It remains a great format, despite all despite the... Despite all its flaws. <laughs> exactly. There's yeah. life in the old dog yet. 
context. Well, that's it, because even just like the, the experience of watching it, you're like, oh, we're going to the theatre. And then it's like they're designing something. And then, you know, oh, the, yeah. every bit of it's so good, so fun. It is. Action-packed. And think about having, like, the shitty, grown-worthy puns of Alan alongside Thomas's, like, grandstanding as Tommy mm. the Turtle and then Ryan Mark. It's just great. It is. Who do you think is the most likeable? Of all? Um, I, I think, like, the women are, like, Pamela and Scarlett are pretty likeable. Which one's Oh, Scarlet? and Gemmelin. I like Gemmelin. <laughs> <laughs> Dead name right, Gemma. hold on. Which ones? I know Jasmine. She's the one with the eyebrows. No, Jasmine's last year. Not Jasmine. What? What? It was the one. The J. Gemmelin. No, no. Jessica. Is there a Jessica? I don't oh know. We God. need Siobhan. What were the three you just said? Gemmelin, Scarlet. Scarlet, and uh, fuck, fuck, Pamela. Jasmine. Pamela. Oh fuck! <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Pamela. First year, you've been on. Who's the one with the eyebrows? <laughs> um, Scarlet, I think. Okay. Oh God. Yeah, Shoot. she's decent. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> And then the the girls, some of the girls are nice. Um, Gemmelin, is she the? She's like Spanish or something. Yeah. yeah. She was the unicorn princess yeah. woman. Yeah, yeah, like her. And then who's the other one? She's the Irish one. Irish Pamela, project leader. Right. The only reason I asked is because Amy said that she thought Thomas was the most likable one. Really. Which, I can kind of get on I board get with it. now. Yeah. Because he's the only one that's although he really pissed me off. Mm-hmm. He's actually not a bad guy, and he's got something about him. He believes in friendship. Yeah. <laughs> With a turtle was quite on sweet your hand. Yeah. Because so many of them have just got fucking nothing about them. Exactly, yeah, exactly. I mean, Ryan Mark's like a superstar as well. That's true. He's yeah. going to have his moment. He is, he is like, embracing the memes. What's that bit in the, you know, in the, like, when they do the quick cuts of, like, episodes to come, essentially? Yeah. There's one where he's like, you don't know anything about respect. Yeah. He's like a clipboard. That's going to be super. So good. I've never seen balls like that before as well, when he looks at, like, some hanging balls. Now take your money and get off my property. (laughs) That's he's going to be like. Amazing. Well, yeah, so next week is, like, electric bikes or something. So I hope that they go to an expo, because that's always good. Great. Love that. Week. Rick Monk in the sauna. <laughs> <laughs> Cherished memes. Rick Monk in the sauna. Let me see how many followers he's go got. For it. Rick Monk follower update. It's quite hard. I unfollowed Coyote today. <laughs> <laughs> On the day of record. Because I just... They all are putting up just so many posts every week when The Apprentice is on talking about how it'll never be the same without them you know and it's sort of like followed by Gemma Flynn oh Rick Rick Monk Monk, which is interesting because he's got a private account now (gasps) on Instagram 989 followers I'll never unfollow Rick no because when he's gone he's gone are you following him then what fuck so you can't see what he's got on there hashtag man rug remember that I can't find him on Twitter. Oh, Last time he had about he 130 gone? or some shit. Maybe he got, maybe wind, he's got rid. wind of the follower update <laughs> feature. <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe like how freaked out some. would you be if there was a podcast happening about you, like let's say in Wales, and it's about Stu McPherson and every week they did a Stu McP follower yeah, update? Yeah, that would really, really fuck with me. Except that sure. your numbers are quite healthy. <laughs> on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram, guys. That's, that's oh, the yes. take home of the show. Um, okay, so we've arrived at sort of the plugs section. Yeah. I said I've warned you that I want to do something a bit different in the plugs section okay. this week. I don't think I've got anything to plug. Nothing. I don't think so. I don't understand your your reticence to not to, to, to plug. I've got <laughs> gigs, you know. He's got gigs. He's uh, gigging all the time, listeners. But you don't need to come. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm doing the Glasgow Comedy Festival in March 2020. Come to that. Um, what night is it? Friday the 20th of March? Lovely. We've been again toying with the idea of doing an Apprentice live show and I came up with an outline for it this week. Yeah. Which was extensive. It was. It was arguably a bit much. <laughs> um, so listeners, if you if we do put it on, you know you'll get value for money. Yeah, we're not going to half-arse it. Fuck no. We're going to be a real Thomas about it. We won't be Solomons. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I might be Solomon buying scenes, but that's another thing. Well, fine, me and Siobhan will do it. Does Siobhan have any plugs? Um, no. She's playing in Belfast, or is that being. She's playing in Belfast. Go to know. Belfast. 
and go to the rock club <laughs> and that's where she'll be. Spendy. Yeah. Uh, Gem, on to your plugs then. Right. I feel like this could be another 45 minutes of the show. I know. Well, okay, but I actually... Which is fine, don't rush. In... <laughs> I've got all night. In watching The Apprentice, I actually have come up with a business idea that I'd like to do. Okay. And I would like to propose that you might want to be a part of it, Stu. Okay. Okay. I'm all yours. Okay. So, as you know, I'm a tour guide, right? But I tour in Edinburgh and live in Glasgow because of the Edinburgh biz... You know, a lot of mm-hmm. money, a lot yep. of Americans there. A lot of dollars sloshing around. A lot around. of dollars sloshing around in, in of, old Ed. A lot of Benjis. Hells yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd love to do a tour in Glasgow, right? Okay. And what do I know about? Crime. So. Mm. And what does Glasgow have loads of? Crime. crime. And what are people, especially women who listen to podcasts, really into now? Murder. Crime. <laughs> yeah, murder. <laughs> so I was thinking, like, over the next few years, I might design and pilot and, like, test uh, Glasgow. Because I had an academic offer to do this this week, right? It was like some Americans were coming in from out of town and they wanted a tour of Glasgow and to know about all the crime. And I was like, yeah, I probably could do that. And it would be thoughtful and more interesting than, like, a tacky crime thing. Mm-hmm. But we could have like a fun element to it as well. You could play. I'm jumping out on them. <laughs> exactly. You could play like a, a random attacker or. I'm like... shooting blanks at them in a Tesco <laughs> car park. Exactly. Yes. And then we can make our fortune doing the Glasgow crime tours during the day, and then we wouldn't have to do. And then committing bad crimes gigs. by night <laughs> to keep the business. Ticking over. Well, exactly. Once we've got a taste for crime, then who knows where it'll go. It's always people who are tangentially involved in stopping crime who are doing crimes, isn't it? They, Completely, they, they know yeah. stuff. It's the last place you look. Yeah. But it's the most important Scooby place. Scooby-Doo, isn't it? It's... Yeah, mask off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, what I thought you were going to say is that you were going to do a tour of uh, the episode of The Apprentice from the last season where they were in Glasgow. I could do that a hundred percent if anyone wants that. Defo. Definitely. I think uh, I think it's a good idea. I think listeners should get in touch with ideas and support for Gemma's yeah. idea. What kind of crimes do you like, listeners? What do you want to know about? Tweet us with your top eight crimes. <laughs> Nothing scary. They've got to be none light, of the big ones. Light-hearted crimes. Murders fine. None of the two I'm thinking of. Yeah. No. no well. Sort okay. of stressful stuff. Just you know, fun stuff. No trigger warnings. Yeah. No TWs. It's <laughs> <Just laughs> like a. Uh, like a, a an accidental murder or like something from from the, something from many would years would it be ago. like gangland stuff yeah maybe yeah 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 ice what cream happens if you van get shot, Ooh, then it's the end of the pod as we Did know you it. see Solomon speaking truth to power <laughs> yeah oh god so okay that's my one plug for the pod I want to do a crime what about cash lives Oh, I'm having no time with cash leaves. I want the the email's open. It remains open. Jamelflynn <laughs> right, you know? at gmail.com Is it possible that I'm too needy to have a cash sleeve or something? That I want it too much. Maybe. Like, Let's not mention it for a few weeks, and maybe that'll. Yeah, exactly. Bring them out the woodwork. Get those erections buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> and we just fade out from there. <laughs> <laughs> Just a slow, <laughs> a slow round of Is there anything else you want to say about this um, this episode? This goddamn fucking show. Sort I don't of think so. Sadder without Siobhan, isn't it? I, I don't. I feel bad for. I don't want mm. to be a downer for the listeners. Do I know we used to be quite excited about the show. I think we used to drink Fanta and stuff. Fanta, yeah, we did it, you know, sometimes in my office when I had a job and the that fo- was quite fun. phone would ring. Because I got to sit in a big uh, swivel chair like I was on, like I was in a meeting room on The Apprentice. <laughs> I know. But now we're just begging for cash slavery <laughs> Reduced to this. But yeah, we, re- we remain your intrepid apprentice uh, commentators and viewers, you know. So. And we're not just podcast hosts, we're your, we're your friends as well. <laughs> Is that the end of it? Because you're clapping. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you. Wait, Love no, you, wait. Siobhan. Wait, well, should we do our Twitter handles? We always forget this. At Stuart McP. At Gemma Flynn. At, at Siobhan Ma. Siobhan Ma. Yeah. At underscore Stuart McP on Instagram, which I'm thinking about changing, uh, actually. Change I think that's that. a problem. An underscore. Because people try and tag me and then they can't find me because it starts with an underscore. No one likes an underscore... Tweet me, how can I get new, more, apart from being an attractive woman, how can I get more followers on Instagram? Because I fucking hate Twitter, but that's where everyone is. 
Why do you migrate? Need, why do you need Instagram? So I can get rid of Twitter. Uh, you gotta keep Twitter, buddy. Mm, Professional advice. You're very good on Twitter, Stu. I'm okay. Uh, it's mainly just English people saying they hate Scottish people on Twitter. That's all I see. Really? Now. Oh, yeah. God. Divided times, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Siobhan's back next week. Lots of love. Love you, Siobhan. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>